This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. This episode of The Public Speaker is sponsored by GoToMeeting. I love to host meetings online because it saves me both time and money. I've tried lots of different services, and GoToMeeting is definitely the easiest and perhaps the most secure way to hold a meeting online. Here's how it works. Everybody attending the meeting goes to GoToMeeting.com and they log in, and then they can see whatever's on your desktop on their computer screen. I use it to walk people through presentations frequently, but in the past, I also used it for product demonstrations, which worked out really well. And now the service includes phone and voice over IP conferencing, which is also a really great benefit. For public speaker listeners, you can try GoToMeeting for free for 45 days, and that's more than $50 in savings. Visit GoToMeeting.com slash podcast and sign up for the free trial. That's GoToMeeting.com slash podcast to sign up for a free trial. You'll be glad you did. The eyes are the windows of the soul. I've always really liked that saying. For me, it says that we get meaning from looking into someone's eyes, sometimes even more than the words express. When I hold someone's gaze, I mean really look into their eyes, it makes me feel like I'm closer, like I'm making a connection. Eye contact. That's what we're talking about today, making a connection with your eyes. We'll talk about why it's important and the common mistakes people make. That's all coming up. Today's show is sponsored by Audible. You can download an audiobook of your choice for free by going to audiblepodcast.com forward slash speaker. As a member of the human race, we instinctively know the importance of eye contact. It's how you know if someone's paying attention or how you know if someone finds you attractive. In North America and most of Europe, eye contact is critical for establishing trust. In fact, when a person averts his eyes, he's perceived as untrustworthy, superficial, and non-receptive. But in today's global workplace, it's also important to recognize that in some cultures, steady eye contact is considered impolite or aggressive. When making presentations, eye contact is very important. In fact, your goal should be to maintain eye contact 90% of the time. I like to think of the audience as one person, one person with a lot of heads, but still one person. It helps me to keep my delivery conversational. It reminds me to maintain eye contact like I would in a regular one-on-one conversation. When delivering a talk, I look directly into the eyes of a person and communicate a thought. Then when I would normally look away, I just move to another set of eyes. So when I mentally shift from one idea to another, I also physically shift my eyes to a new person. I might stay with one person for as long as 20 or 30 seconds. Of course, you don't want to mechanically zigzag through the room. You'll want to naturally move from person to person and in a very large room from section to section. Keep in mind that the sweet spot in a large auditorium is about two-thirds of the way back towards the center. When you look there, a good portion of the audience will think you're looking directly at them. But don't forget to include the people in the very front, all the way back, and on both sides. So if you've had any public speaking training, it's likely you already know the importance of eye contact. Yet I found that most people don't maintain enough eye contact during presentations. Again, your goal should be to have direct eye contact 90 to 95% of the time. This means not looking at your projected slides and instead looking at all the faces, including people who are frowning, and not looking up or down to plan your words. By far, the most common mistake is turning to look at the projected slides. This happens because most people use their slides as notes. They jam a bunch of text on a slide, and then when they're presenting, they turn their body to read the information that's on the slide. 
The problem's even worse when they use a laser pointer. That's when even more turning and talking to the screen occurs. Most people don't even realize how often they're not looking at the audience. They think they're maintaining eye contact, but they're not. It definitely helps to watch a video of yourself presenting to see the extent of the problem. The key to good eye contact is preparation. You'll need to prepare ahead of time so that you'll never have to look at your projected slides. If you need notes to guide you through, then use a single sheet of paper with big print so that you can quickly glance at it and then return your gaze back to the audience before you speak. Or position your laptop so that's an easy view in front of you. I always request a separate small table so that I can see my laptop even when I'm walking around the stage. Regarding the laser pointer, try not to use it. If you know that you plan to point something out on your slides, then you should modify your graphics so that the highlights are already included. Insert brightly colored arrows, boxes, or circles, whatever you need to highlight the key information. I'll admit it takes slightly more time to prepare, but the payback is that your audience will know what to look at without having to wait for your laser light show. And more importantly, you can keep your eyes on your audience. Give yourself time to adjust to this technique. It takes practice, but really works well. Oh, and keep the laser pointer handy just in case you need to do some unplanned pointing during the Q&A period. The second most common mistake is not giving everyone in your audience eye contact. Particularly at the beginning of a speech, many speakers are nervous, so they tend to look for the expressive, reassuring faces in the crowd. I know I do it. Ones that are smiling and nodding and encouraging. And that's okay at the very beginning, especially if it relaxes you. But as you move through your speech, you'll need to remember it to include all the people in the audience, including grumpy faces, frowning faces, and people with no expression at all. I remember one time that I gave a presentation. There was one guy in the audience who appeared to be particularly annoyed with me, never smiling, never encouraging, in fact, frowning at times. I knew he was a VIP, so at the end, I went up to the organizer and mentioned his reaction. She rolled her eyes and said, oh, him, he's our resident curmudgeon. He never likes any of our speakers. But he already came up to me and told me how great he thought you were. He wants us to invite you back. I was astounded. And more importantly, it reinforced a very important lesson. Always include everyone with your eye contact, even people who appear to be responding negatively. Most importantly, don't let that hurt your confidence. There is one caveat with this one. In today's global workplace, it's also important to be respectful with your eye contact. If you notice someone looking uncomfortable or uneasy when you look at them, it's best just to move on to another face. Another common mistake that frequently occurs is also one that most people are unaware of. When we engage in normal conversation, typically we maintain eye contact, except when we are planning our next words. Depending on your cultural background, you may look up and away, you may look down, or you may look to the side. Some psychologists think we do this because concentrating on a person's face requires complex processing, and by looking away, we free up some processing space. In casual conversation, this habit doesn't negatively impact the communication. However, when making a presentation or participating in an interview, this behavior makes the speaker look unprepared and therefore somewhat disrespectful. Unfortunately for non-native speakers, this happens even more frequently. So how do you solve this problem? Well, of course, practice helps reduce the amount of spontaneous word planning. It also helps to try to train yourself to look between people instead of up or down if you need to take a moment to plan your next words. So there you have it. The top three common eye contact mistakes, looking at the projected slides, not including everyone, and looking away when word planning. 
Actually, there's several other mistakes, but we'll have to cover them in another episode. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. The podcast edition of this tip was sponsored by GoToMeeting. Save time and money by hosting your meetings online. Visit gotomeeting.com slash podcast and sign up for a free 45-day trial of their web conferencing solution. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.